Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to challenge you guys with something that I'm going to start doing, and it's this, this is a start as of today. So I'm going to do it today, but I'm going to challenge my students to start it on Monday. So you're saying, what? Students? What's going on? Well, if you're just catching me for the first time, I'm a teacher and a literacy coach. So I'm a 50-50 employee. That means half of my day is spent teaching students, ninth graders that I love and can't wait to meet. And then the rest of the day, I am coaching. I'm helping other teachers with literacy. I'm holding school-wide literacy events, planning um, guest speakers, working with departments, doing all kinds of fun stuff to help promote the love of reading, writing, speaking, and listening every day. So that's my job. So while I've been lesson planning and and looking how to refresh my work, because I have a framework and a curriculum that I follow and my standards, and I know those, I pretty much stick with what I know works. So of course I have to start reading Superman and Me by Sherman Alexie. And if you've never read that, it's an article that you need to find. It is online and it will inspire you. Trust me, it's so good. Um, It speaks to reading and it also speaks to writing frameworks for writing paragraphs. It's amazing. I love so much out of that. (laughs) Um, So like, for example, I know that works. And then I know what discussions come from reading Charles by Shirley Jackson. If you've never read that short story, I'm challenging you for that too. So go ahead and start making a list of all these little challenges I'm going to give you. You can get Charles online. And I just love Charles. Um, (laughs) But it gives us a great room to discuss about starting fresh in the high school experience. And what were some of the negative patterns that maybe you've had in your past or whatever from your previous schools that you're going to shake off. And it's kind of like a starting of a fresh page um, with no more, you know, lying behind it and, you know, stepping out into this is the new year. This is a new experience. So I needed something about new experiences and goals. Well, I didn't want them just to create smart goals. Smart goals are great. I love smart goals, but I didn't want to just do a lesson on that. I wanted to tie it back to something that I could have as a model. So what better model than Benjamin Franklin? And even though my students are not taking American history, one, they're taking world history, 
Still, if any chance that I get to tie in how we can learn from our founding fathers in the United States, and we're teaching them, and I have a lot of students who may not know who Benjamin Franklin is because I teach a very diverse population of students, and many of them um, have come to the United States for the first time um, within like recent years and so they may not know a lot about our U.S. history and I love like just putting in connections with history and science and English all together it just works so perfectly right so I came across this video and I can I can go today if I have time and and do the link but it's Benjamin Franklin's schedule and I just was interested I had to watch it and see what it what it said because you first you have to watch the entire video it has to be closed captioned and you have to make sure you know that nothing is in there inappropriate because you could start watching a video and five minutes in on YouTube you just never know what can happen in life correct so um, I'm watching the video all the way through and I got so inspired and that's why I love YouTube I love content that influencers create because you know they're taking special care and time to spread a message and I absolutely love this video so Benjamin Franklin wrote a book and it's the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin but it was not produced and it was not published until a year after his death with his publishing company now I will tell you I don't remember the date off the top of my head but I actually owned that book and I went looking for it yesterday because I was so inspired I was like okay I know I'm reading the green amber I'm on chapter five of that but I really want to now read this book I love reading biographies and autobiographies I love the one on Mother Teresa and Mr. Rogers those are like my top um, books to read like if I had a choice so now I've got to go back and find the autobiography of Benjamin Franklin so I found a page on there and the page list his listed Benjamin Franklin's characteristics absolutely amazing how the words just the richness of the language um, so I use that as a model text so we can do an I am poetry you know who are you tell me who you are um, this is gonna be great for the opening of school I always do I am poetry but I only do it with them with just a sample of what the final product looks like well now I have found an extension piece where I can show them from the book who is Benjamin Franklin what would people say about Benjamin if they could and it's a great way to look up synonyms because a lot of the words they're not going to be familiar with. And so I'm going to teach them early on a vocabulary strategy, which I call Quick Draw McGraw. <laughs> so we're definitely going to do that. Um, but that's not the challenge. One, the challenge is to, to look at Benjamin Franklin's schedule. And I'm going to go ahead and tell it to you because in case you can't find the video, you're stuck with me on my drive to work. So when he woke up he asked himself a question every day and it was what good will I do today now I'm just paraphrasing that you can watch the video again um, that's what inspired me really about his schedule more than anything I think is that he asked that question right when he woke up but he didn't just let it be he did not let it alone so he asked the question and then at night he wrote down what good did I do today 
to hold himself accountable. And I find that to be just an amazing quick journal entry that could really profoundly change a life. So that's what I'm going to start doing with my students. I've never done this before, so this is going to be very unique. I always get school supplies donated to me. I am so fortunate from, now this happened to me last year. I participated in a leadership program where my students received um, from a business person out in the community. It's called Junior Achievement. I love it so much. And the business professional comes in and they teach uh, and it's speaking, writing, reading, listening. It's all about career choices. It all has them doing all kinds of activities and games. And they're like, I had an engineer um, come in and, and really share his passions for teamwork and collaboration. It's great. It's a great program. Well, because you have that, have that program in your class, you get invited where the Carolina Hurricanes work out and you get to go and have this nice banquet and they feed you and you get to hear all these speeches that make me cry and you get to see this, these little kids who have went through the program and how much it's changed them and the scholarships they receive and trust me, I cried last year. Well, at the end of the program, they let us have free school supplies. And at this time of the year, guys, I don't know if y'all know about teachers only getting a 10-month salary, but I'm at my very, very last of everything, of all, no reserves left. I mean, it's to the bare. And I'm not able to do for my students or my own children at this point of the year. So by having that, given to me, I can make care packages for each one of my kids. So today is that day where I get to um, get materials for my kids, pray over them, and just, you know, start wrapping them up. I'm going to wrap them up this year, and I'm going to, um, after I get all of the supplies, but last year I got the best stuff for my kids, and it's including composition notebooks. So I'm going to get those composition notebooks and I'm going to turn them into the daily schedule, the daily journals. Um, and then they can add other journal pieces into it. And they can um, take it home with them. And then I'll check them in class during our SSR time. So that's my, that's my goals for trying something new, thanks to Benjamin Franklin. Because I'm going to have them journal what, are, what good will they do today. And then at the end of the day, I want them to journal... What was it that they did that was good? And I want to see what that does to their motivation, their encouragement, um, what they see as good, um, if they can see the good in even the smallest of things, just like taking care of a baby sister, that's something good because they are actually like, you know, they're helping their mother and, you know, things like that. Um, so, okay, sorry, I'm in traffic. So then after he asked that question, it shows, you know, the different routines that Benjamin Franklin set for himself. Well, I'm stuck on routines right now. And the reason why my mind is wrapped into routines is because I've got to find ways to reorganize my life. If I don't, then my writing is going to suffer. So... I look back last year, 
I started the podcast in May. I worked through the summer on my writing because I wrote the Hartwell Chronicles last summer and I wrote the Rapture Revolution last summer. So I did, you know, have a productive summer. And I went right on into the school year. And I didn't have a hard transition. Well, for some reason this year, I'm having a harder time at it. Um, transitioning my mind back away from writing and now I'm starting to have the writer's guilt that I'm not able to spend that time that sustained time and it's because that's my joy and that's a passion of mine and I want to do it I think it's more of a this is something I would prefer to be doing at home in my pajamas writing helping people encouraging people throughout the day with their writing sharing what I learned. So that's kind of like, wow, if I could do that full time. Well, because I can't do that full time and I still, you know, am required to go to my regular employment, you know, I've got to now reorganize my schedule. So let me tell you what my schedule looks like. And so that's what I want you to do. I want you to think of your schedule. Because Benjamin Franklin had to think of his schedule before he actually wrote it down. And, you know, breakfast was key for him. He wrote it down. Like, take time to eat. That's something I don't do. So, I'm not really taking care of my health. I know that. I'm not eating balanced meals. Um, I took Pop-Tarts to work yesterday, if that counts. I'm sure it doesn't somewhere in some kind of nutritional guide. My friend Pooja can let me know. Um... So I'm just grabbing and going. Like, so I have to think about what do I need in the day. Um, so, and I got chocolate today. I've got a chocolate muffin. So don't, you know, seriously, guys, I'm, I'm probably emotional eating right now. <laughs> um, so that's not healthy. So I've got to figure out ways to um, balance all of that. So that's one thing, taking care of my health. Another thing is he actually, like, wrote in times, okay, this, these are times I'm working, but these are times I'm getting a lunch. Well, I never take a lunch. Uh, I've never been able to have lunch at work, so that's not really good for me either. I'm eating on the go if I even can have a pack of crackers. Um, you know, a kid is, is giving me, like, a, a yogurt parfait that they didn't want or something from the lunchroom. I mean... I'm never eating, and the kids always fuss at me about it because I fuss at them about their eating habits. And so what kind of role model setup am I doing? So I am going to try to do a conscious effort this year. Um, I love the mason jar salads. I went on that kick for a while, and then I got tired of it. But I might do one of those once or twice a week just because I love them, but I don't want to do them every day. I'll burn out. So I'm trying to think of ways that I'm going to be able to eat healthier um, during the school day and still be able to carve out those times to eat. Um, other teachers do it. I just don't. And I have to really take care of myself. Um, so after work, what do I do? I'm talking to my kids all the way home. I'm checking in on them. So I'm having my pre-homeschool conferencing that really helps me with the time. And then when I get home, it's meal prep time. Um, yesterday, I meal prepped, took a nap, and then woke up and finished the meal. I took two naps yesterday, guys. That's crazy. And it's because I know why. So, see, so if I can tell you what I did and then the reasons why, I have to now learn how to try to manage it better. I am extremely introverted. 
and um, you can know that a lot of writers may be introverted, but it's very difficult for me going back into the routine and working nonstop with people all day long. And that's what my job is. And so it is very emotionally draining at the end of the day. I am exhausted, you know, mentally, physically, I'm hurting. I like my body aches, everything. So I took a nap and it was an hour long nap, which was extremely long for a nap. It wasn't one of the power naps. Um, my son woke me up and he said, Mama, you've had an hour. And I'm like, thank you, baby. I should have set my alarm and done like a 20-minute power nap. Um, I need to research, you know, kind of like frames of naps, but we're all different in our biological um, tickings of, of naps and what we need. But um, I probably could have just slept straight through, honestly, and not even have had supper. So I got up, went down. My son helped me cook, thank God, and we made homemade Chinese. It was such a, a chore to cook this meal. It was extensive. I thought I'd bought a crock pot meal. It wasn't a crock pot meal. I was like, great. So then we had all these dishes we had, and I made homemade fried rice. Every, it was just a lot of steps. And I'm like, I got to do big meals like this on the weekends. This would have been a great Saturday or Sunday meal, but not in the middle of the week because we timed ourselves and it took us over one hour standing at the stove. Well, that can't happen for me during the weekdays. The only way you're going to know what your schedule is like is if you really write it down. If you see what you're doing, then you've got to find ways to cut that down. So then that goes to, well, it was my fault. I thought I was doing a crock pot, accidentally got the wrong thing, didn't remember how many steps it took for me to do all the fried rice and make lo mein. We did a homemade recipe yesterday. Um, it wasn't the best. I thought I bought the wrong kind of, I bought rice noodles. It was the wrong kind of noodles, I think. But, but anyway, um, you know, how am I gonna know unless I really look the time and try to reorganize myself. So I learned a lesson from that. Well, after supper, then I have to pack up, you know, pack up food for my stepson. So when he gets off, he'll have food. So I'm cleaning around the kitchen. Then I look and I'm like, okay, we're gonna start homeschool at seven o'clock. So I'm like, okay, if I start, if let me get another nap in. And I'm, I tell my husband, I'm like, I'm probably not gonna be able to go to sleep. That's what I told him. I was like, I've had a nap already soon as I hit the couch with him, I was asleep on him by, like, I don't even know, probably a minute. I don't even know. I wasn't thinking much. My phone, I actually cut my phone to an alarm to go off. Um, because if I do that now, if I start the alarm to go off, then I won't oversleep. So, I got another 20-some minutes. It was like 25-minute nap. I got up and ran to take a shower really fast and was ready to homeschool by seven. Now, we homeschooled from seven to 9.45. And at 9.45, we finished and I knew I was exhausted. And Sam was even exhausted. And he was like, Mama, I'm tired. I think I'm just gonna go straight to bed. Which is hilarious because my child is a night owl. His his clock goes until 2 a.m. a lot of days. And he was like, I can't, I have to sleep. I am exhausted. And it's because we are starting a new routine. And I know that. Um, and so maybe once I learn 
things that I'm kind of doing wrong, I can set up healthier habits, healthier routines for myself, and I'll be able to manage next the writing. Because i got to take care of myself first, or there will be no writing, right? So, now, I'm looking at, well, what else does my day look like? Well, when did I have time for me? I have time for me in the car, and yesterday, I was helping coach a friend. So, I was having a coaching session and not doing the podcast because my friend reached out to me. And so, kind of like, my time is talking to you guys and trying to challenge you to do things, um... But I didn't get any music time in, which I could have done during the work time. I could have put my music on in the um, in the office. So I started going back on my day last night and thinking, what are some ways that I could still incorporate some me time in there? Um, I know I have to schedule out my blog post on the weekends. I'm definitely, I've already put that down as on my agenda to do. Um, I definitely know that I have to start on my newsletter this weekend, but I also have some corrections to make while I'm doing some beta reads. Um, I want to do some corrections, and I'm still trying to work on my Hallmark script, my Hallmark movie, not script, my Hallmark movie book, Um, and I'm only at chapter three on that, so I know that, and it's my son's birthday weekend, so I have to dedicate Saturday to him, but if I get up early at five o'clock in the morning he's not going to be up by then and i'll be able to really get a lot done before they even wake up in the house so that's what my schedule is going to look like um, i'm going to take that five o'clock again and i'm trying it again um, i'm just going to try to maintain my schedule that might be a little bit more healthier for me if benjamin franklin can do it we can do it um but he had time in the evening for music uh, for reading, for friends. He put or, or, or. I love that. And so you could see what was important for Benjamin Franklin. He also needed his downtime. Um, and that's something that my downtime needs to be my writing time. And so, like, for example, even last night, even though it was 9.45, and you guys say, well, Jennifer, you could have had a good one hour in there. Oh, I had to finish doing dishes, and then I had to go to bed. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't have that. I, I wanted to in my whole heart. I honestly wanted to. And I could not even open my computer. When my narrator, when my voice actress, she messaged me. I didn't even go to my computer. I'm like, I'll get to it first thing in the morning. You know, I, I couldn't even do it. And I texted through my phone, through the message box. I, I couldn't even pull up my computer to send an email through my computer. And it's because I'm on my work computer all day working with teachers and everything that I just, I could not just get the motivation, you know, to even open the computer, guys. So, I've got to learn ways to reorganize. And I'm going to take the Benjamin Franklin book, you know, I'm going to read that book soon. That's on my list to read. Um, but I'm also going to take the... Um, what good did I do? And I'm going to look back and, and I'm going to say either journal it or just think about it. Just reflect about it. Because even in the midst of a busy day, we can do good. And then I thought of the do good things that I did to help people. And it's not that I was trying to say, you know, how many times and, and you have to make a tally mark so you can beat yourself and be better the next day. But by me just saying that last night, 
um, I didn't do it in the morning. I only did kind of like the reflection piece last night, and I didn't journal it. And I just, you know, in my mind, I was like, well, you know, what good did I do today? Did I help the teachers in the way that they needed to be served? You know, was I looking out for my students by preparing new lessons um, and finding new updated resources to use? And, you know, the, all those answers were yes. You know, was I excited to see, you know, how my son asked, can we do reading first? Because we usually do reading last in our agenda. I always, you know, let him, I always started off going, well, what do you want to do first? Because if he ever wants to change it up, we usually do math, spelling, and then reading. Sometimes we would do math, reading, and spelling. Um, but he always likes to start with math. Well, today he was like, well, last night, Mama, can we start with reading? Because I want to see what about the animals. He loves my book. And when we were reading it, he was like, I can't wait for this to be a movie. I really want to see what these animals look like. And I'm like, well, baby, um, I drew some, remember? And I've got some pictures I can show you that... that they're my animals. I put it in the teacher's guide. You know, I can go back through. He's like, no, mama, I know them. I see them in my head, but I want to actually see them talking. I want to see the snake talking to this world. I wish I had a movie beforehand. And, and I love that because that's how my child learns best. Every child learns in a new way, in a different way. And my child loves to watch movies and then read the books. And you say, what? That's gonna ruin it. Well, I thought so too. It upset me at the beginning, but that's what he loves. And it makes him even more excited when he's reading the book and he critiques it like crazy. So either way it goes. Um, that's my child's learning style and I appreciate it and respect it. So with my you know, homeschool routines, now I'm getting to, you know, read my book in real time with my child, and he's so excited, he's already thought of book two. So my son has the whole premise for book two, the new characters, their names, um, their, their initials, because they're a Republican Army, so he's got the Forest Republican Armies, and he's already got the FRA working it out with all of their different nuances and the clothes that they're wearing. Like, he's down to the clothes, people, and I'm so proud of him, and I'm like, don't you want to start it? You can start a Google Doc and share it with me. He was like, no, I think I want to talk it all out. So, my son is going to be giving me all of these ideas, and I'm going to try to capture them for book two, because... And I'm going to give him credit. And I'm going to put by me and Samuel Lowry. So if you see Samuel Lowry's name on that next book, you're going to know that this child helped me with all of the planning for the book. Um, and he's super excited. Like, we can barely get through a sentence for him to either connect it to the American Revolution because that's what he's now learning in homeschool. So he's like, oh, well, I, I read today about John Adams and that how he was so nervous because he was trying to pattern his life after George Washington because people would, you know, say, well, that's not what George Washington did because, you know, John was the second president. So he's like, so when we get to John's part in the book, he's like, oh, yeah, John was really like that, Mama. You did good. <laughs> And then he would say, who's Hamilton? And I'm like, okay, you didn't watch that video. You just got called because you just asked me who's Hamilton. And I put that at the very end of the agenda to introduce you to Hamilton. And so um, you better find out who Alexander Hamilton is tomorrow and do all of your agenda. That was hilarious. So he kind of got caught with that one. But um, going back to Benjamin Franklin, 
with Benjamin Franklin's schedule, you know, looking back at our founding fathers and saying, not just them, um, the tip on the video was, you know, find out what other successful people are doing in their day that is that really helps produce fruit. Figure out that and try to work through that because, you know, we still need our devotional time. We need our time with the Lord. We need our prayer time. And we've got to add that into our day. And that can be praying for other people while we're on the job. That can be looking at our phone app while we're waiting in line and reading the scripture of the day. Um, There are so many ways, you know, that we can still get in our devotional time and our prayer life in a busy day. I had someone ask me yesterday, can you find it every day, five minutes, to take time to pray with me? Now, that is the Lord working and being a light in a school system. Of course I can. You know, I will do that because, you know, teachers that are emotionally and physically and mentally well-grounded that can get through their day in a positive way, if they want to start that with prayer, yes, come before school. And and I will say a five-minute, you know, time with you. We can look and, and we can pray. So, so, you know, everybody needs to think about routines, what are your routines like? I talked to my Facebook group yesterday and I told them I'm reorganizing my life. I've got to. And I'm going to start journaling it out. And I didn't tell them all about it, but Benjamin Franklin, I didn't give them the reasons. or I just did like a little tiny, maybe like four or five sentences in a post when we had to do like an accountability piece. And you would believe the responses underneath. Yes, I need to do the same thing. I, I need to do that too. I feel you. I'm giving myself a week pass because we've started back to work. So I'm saying to all of you out there, if this is something that you need to do to reorganize your life and to try to find some balance, then let's do this together. And I'm challenging myself to journal it out because I think if I can see it on paper, then I'm more likely to say, oh, that's where a hole is. But like yesterday, I realized my mistakes because I was consciously looking for them. I was intentionally trying to break it down in the afternoon. What is it that I've done? So my nap without an alarm, that was a mistake. Another one was the meal prep took way too long. Um, the meal planning is can do better. I can do better that during the week. Um, I messed up on my meals from yesterday. My husband's night to cook is tonight. We talked about that. What are some days my husband can cook? And it's Mondays and Thursdays that my husband is now going to be cooking. So I get his homemade spaghetti and meatballs. I do the sauce. He does the meatballs. So that's amazing. Uh, we work together and team that. Um, and so... You know, what are some, and then on Monday nights, he cooks by himself. So, are there other people in your house that can help you? My son is going to start doing the crock pot meals on Friday. So, he was supposed to do crock pot on Wednesday and Friday. So, that way, all we would have to do is the sides when I got home. But yesterday, messed up. And tomorrow, it's the crock pot meal. So, we definitely, it's one of our, my son's favorites, and it's the night before his birthday. It's a chicken and rice crock pot meal. Um, it's so simple to make. If you guys want the recipe, just let me know. Um, it's so super simple, and that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing crock pot meals on Wednesdays and Fridays. My husband is going to be doing Mondays 
and Thursdays, and that only leaves me Tuesday night, like for Tuesday night tacos, which that's a really quick meal, or Tuesday night sausage macaroni, like something that's really quick I'm going to do. Um, so that's going to be a great help uh, going forward. Um, so I am trying to figure out some of that. That will make me hopefully less time. I can start homeschool earlier. It wouldn't be seven. It's going to be six. Um, but it just didn't work out last night. It had to be seven. Um, the night before, we did homeschool at six. And it worked out so good. Um, and my son wasn't as tired. So definitely, our, we're shooting for that every day. Um, and then maybe at the end of that kind of session, when we're not as tired... I might be able to get in some nighttime writing, even if it's just catching up on my emails from you guys, even if it's doing a blog, something to write, even if it's a poem, whatever it is, I need to do my daily writing, and I have neglected it this week, and it's already Thursday, so I didn't do a good job of trying to figure this out earlier in the week, and you guys know I'm usually on top of stuff, so it took Benjamin Franklin's autobiography to inspire me to really look at this in a new way. And so I'm asking you to do the same. And I hope that you guys have a blessed day. If you've got some organizational tips, let me know. Um, I know that the weekend means early to rise. That's another Benjamin Franklin um, saying. So uh, he stayed true to that. He's a model for that. Um, so I'm definitely going to be doing the early to rise on Saturdays and Sundays. No more sleeping in um, ever <laughs> if I'm going to get this writing life done and still manage family responsibilities on the weekend and church responsibilities um, and book signings and all of the things that we've got coming up every weekend is totally booked with either birthdays, baby showers, book signings. It's crazy looking. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, writing, writing, writing. But then I'm like, okay, family, family, family. So I understand the balance and I understand that a lot of us struggle with this. So let us really take a conscious, intentional effort to see what we can do to balance our lives out more and still find the joy in the writing. All right, I'll talk with you guys later. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.